This is the Hiking Through Life podcast. We've all been gifted a journey called life. Let's see where the journey leads us today. This is day 34 of our summer road trip, Monday, August 12th. And the best part about today is that it's our anniversary. It's our second anniversary. And the only thing that would make it better is if we could eat our wedding cake that is in our freezer back home. Yeah, we did that on our first wedding anniversary last year. And it was actually still pretty tasty. It was moist. Um, You wrapped it like... With a million layers. Oh, yeah, a million layers. And I wish we could have brought it out here, but we obviously couldn't do that. It would not have stayed <laughs> in the car. I mean, it. yeah, it would have gone bad right away. I don't even know if it's still good in the freezer, but... We'll have to try it when we go home. Yeah. Yeah, so we woke up today in the Flathead National Forest. We were excited. It was our anniversary, but it was cold... It was wet. It was foggy. Oh, it was so cold. So we did not want to get out of the car. So we sat there and debated for a while of like what we were going to do. Last night we talked about hiking down this forest road um, that's like right next to our car. It's gated off. Um, we wanted to like drive down it the last night to find a campsite because it had a... It was like on the eastern side of the mountain so it overlooked this valley and then the mountains to the east where glacier national park was um but yeah we ran into the gate and couldn't go any further so we ended up um camping at this just really flat um kind of like turn off you could easily fit a couple motorhomes there um, so that was, that was nice. So if you, you want to hear more about what we did yesterday, go check out, um, day 33. So then we ate breakfast. We got up eventually and just made coffee, ate breakfast and decided, you know what? Like it started clearing up a little bit. The fog lifted a bit. Um, as we got up and moved around too, we kind of warmed up and it wasn't as bad. No, like once we got out of our car, it was fine and we were kind of motivated to get on our hike. Yeah. And we figured we were going to spend a lot of time at the Airbnb anyways. Um, we reserved an Airbnb for our anniversary. We splurged a little bit, got this cool little cabin on the river. So, um, that's where we're coming at you right now. And... We decided that, you know, let's get out and hike because we're just going to be in this Airbnb like all day. Yeah, because I mean, it looked amazing in the pictures, so we wanted to take full advantage of being in it. Yeah, and they offered all these cool little things that we'll get to in a minute, but um, first we hiked. Um, So we did about a two-hour hike down this road, and as we were hiking, we noticed some berries on a bush, and they looked kind of like blueberries, but they're a little more purple, um, some were a little red, and got us thinking, like, you know, we've heard a lot about, like, huckleberries. Huckleberries. We just didn't know what they looked like, what the plant looked like. And we had eaten huckleberries already, because we tried huckleberry pie a few days ago. Yeah, and it was kind of, like, purplish, but it was, the pie we got was not just pure huckleberry pie. No, it was huckleberry cherry. 
Huckleberry Cherry, yeah. They were out of um, Huckleberry Pie. They sold out of it super fast. And it was kind of pricey. Yeah, $6 a slice. Yeah, um, and for a whole pie, how much? $60 for a whole Huckleberry Pie, because they have to hand pick them. They have to go forage for them. Just like we did on our hike. So while we were foraging, we thought we should pick a bunch and bring it back to the bakery where we got our pie. Yeah, and I guess like the thing is with huckleberries, it's been unsuccessful, unsuccessful to, I guess, try and grow them on your own. And it seems to just be that they kind of just grow in the wild and people really can't get them to grow like on a farm or kind of in their backyard type of thing. So you have to go out in the wilderness and actually forage for them. So we were lucky enough though to find some bushes and we suspected they were huckleberries, but we didn't want to try them while we were out there just in case, you know, never try anything out in the wilderness that you don't know what it is. You know, it could be poisonous. So just be on the safe side. So we just grabbed a few handfuls and threw them into a little plastic bag that we had on us. So we had, you know, like a good portion, I would say. Um, And we brought them back with us. And then once we got to somewhere where we got reception we got um on our phones and googled huckleberries and they looked exactly like the plants that we were picking from and exactly like the berries so and then we decided to try them since we were close enough to a town where if it was poisonous we could run to the er (laughs) yeah so yeah we had a couple and they're pretty tasty yeah but really if you do just like like if you find something out in the wilderness you can kind of like just put your tongue on it like don't eat the whole thing but you can kind of put your tongue on it to see if it tastes okay yeah there's ways to um kind of test it in the field without like ingesting it and getting sick at first like if you have a reaction to it like you can kind of like rub it in your fingers at first and no reaction okay now put some on your lip or something. Yeah. If it doesn't swell up or you don't have a reaction, then okay, well then maybe you can move it inside of your mouth, etc. But, you know, if you don't know though, just be on the safe side and Which is exactly what we were it. doing. We are not yeah. professional foragers. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. It, yeah, just be on the safe side. Because, I mean, we were miles and miles away from anything. And we didn't even have a phone reception, so... Um, I don't know what would have happened if we would have tried to eat them and they weren't um, something edible. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, anyways, we got those huckleberries and we decided, you know what, these would be good on something. And... We thought, oh, originally, like, oatmeal for, you know, in our breakfasts or something like that. But then, um... Then we thought we it driving, was our anniversary and we should eat ice cream. Yeah. So we decided, well, we wanted huckleberry ice cream. And instead we, um, got vanilla ice cream and added huckleberries to it. Yeah, fresh huckleberry. That was our thought, cream. yeah. So make our own huckleberry <laughs> ice cream <laughs> for cheaper (laughs) yeah so yeah we um after our hike 
um, we headed out to Troy, where Troy, Montana, where our Airbnb was located. It's in the very northwestern corner of Montana. So it was a couple hour drive, and then we got to our Airbnb at about 3 o'clock. That was about check-in. I mean, we wanted to check in early, but we hit road construction, and we also stopped at a grocery store, too. Yeah, we had to get some food to treat ourselves to a nice dinner. Yeah, we figured it's our anniversary. Let's splurge a little bit. Let's not have dehydrated meals. <laughs> so we got chips and salsa. Yeah, we had a little appetizer of chips and salsa. And um, steaks and garlic bread and salad. Yeah, so it was a good much deal. better. <laughs> Great deal on T-bone steaks. So we each got a T-bone steak. And we also had some wine that we uh, purchased, too. Yes. Well, pro- we didn't really splurge on the wine, but um, no, it was still tasty. Yeah, we're not crazy wine connoisseurs. Cheap no. wine is d- delicious. But yeah, we just found something that it was a red wine, and it was uh, a Malbec, I think. And I figured, I think red wine goes pretty good with steak. I mean, as Sarah said, <laughs> we're not wine connoisseurs, so um, it it did go very well with the steak. And we just went for whatever was cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, it was a delicious um, dinner, though. We grilled up the steaks. The Airbnb had a grill that we could use. Yeah, I mean, this Airbnb we're at is... Uh, I I, I want to come back here already. It's amazing. It's the cutest little thing on the Kania Back River. I can't even say it right. Kenia back. We'll look that up and say it correctly later on. <laughs> yeah, it's it's right where we are sitting right now. We are on the patio of this like cabin and you can see right out into the river. I mean, the river's like 25 yards down. Yeah, it's like a perfect view of it. And yeah. there's these like white curtains hanging on the deck that make it like this like private feel from the rest of the airbnbs because the property has like five or so little airbnb properties that they rent out yeah and they're little cabins and they're all unique too they got their own little style um and it's it's cool um there's also like a tent set up for kind of like overflow and um, they have like a sauna that we actually took advantage of a little earlier. And bikes, we we took went biking also, mm-hmm. and they have a tandem bike. We tried tandem biking, but we did bring Daisy with us, and the tires yeah. were flat on the tandem bike. <laughs> yeah, they could have used a little more air. And Daisy, we have this like running leash, so um, when we are hiking. We clip it around our waist, so it's like a hands-free leash, and we had that on, and I was, Daisy was running alongside me, and I believe, was I in front or back? I I can't remember now, but anyways, we didn't get very far, (laughs) and Daisy somehow got in front of the bike, and we just kind of like toppled all over, and ran over her a little bit, but she's fine. Uh, she popped right back up. It's it like frightened her more than like it like surprised her more than it hurt her because <laughs> we yeah. were not going very fast and it just like 
it was kind of like a, a little bit of a circus if you're watching. <laughs> But it, yeah, was, it was it was very hard to balance because well if we're not used to <laughs> biking on the same bike for we've one. never attempted that and then adding the dog element to it too is <laughs> yeah that's just asking for a problem there but, yeah um so we ended up going back and putting the tandem bike back and then we each got our own individual bikes and that worked out much much better. <laughs> And then Daisy was running right alongside the bike with me, and I was able to balance on the bike way better. And Sarah was, she was up ahead a little bit because, uh, I don't know, I just was taking my time with Daisy because we never really bike with her. Um, (laughs) We've done it once at a state park in Minnesota. Yeah. But that was it. And so I just wanted to make sure that Daisy, yeah, was just going to be by the side of the bike not kind of running in front of it and all that stuff so we took it slow at first and then um then once we got the hang of it you know she loved it she cruised yeah oh yeah she was going she can keep up with the bikes no problem yeah and then actually we got across the river there's a bridge um right um kind of next to where the airbnb is and it goes across and then there's there's this one road that goes more into the forest and then it um, goes like up the mountain the other way. So there was kind of not that much traffic because it was like out of town on your way out of town. And so I ended up just taking the leash off Daisy and letting her run alongside the bike. And yeah, she she flew by me as I was riding and caught up to Sarah. Yeah. And she was, she was just going. She was cruising. Yeah, and she did really, really well off-leash, too. Um, we don't really norm, we don't normally take her off-leash just because uh, she does not do well with other dogs. And we just don't want her running up to people, too. Um, sometimes she doesn't do well with other people, um, especially if they try and pet her. That's really when she she has her little bubble so this time we just did it because there was nobody around um and she listened very very well when we told her to come and we told her to stay and all that so i was impressed yeah yeah she she loved it it was it was good for her good exercise for all of us yeah it's fun thinking to sarah i was like Maybe we should move out to the mountains. Daisy's loving it. She loved uh, the mountain hiking that we did out east. The stuff we're doing out here. There's nobody and she can run free. <laughs> yeah, she is a mountain dog. <laughs> yeah, so... Anyways, the the biking was fun. And like I mentioned before, too, we had took advantage of the sauna. Um, and that was before we biked. And we sat in the sauna. No, no, that was after we biked. The sauna was after we biked. Oh, it was okay. right before we came and ate our dinner. So oh, there's yeah, a lot of activities right, yeah. to do. There's so much. Yeah, because before we ate, too, we also played a board game. Yeah, we learned how to play Trekking the National Parks, which is a game that I borrowed from our local public library back home. I learned that you could rent board games from libraries. So that was amazing, and I had never heard of this game before, but it was advertised in their little game board binder that they have, and 
I just thought, oh, national parks, this sounds fun, let's try it out. And yeah, we learned how to play it today because we brought it on the road trip. It was, I got it at the library literally the day before we left to come out east. So it was perfect timing and I have to return it the day we pretty much get back. So we had to bring it with us. Yeah, because you can only rent them out for three weeks, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, only three weeks at a time. So, yeah. And that may differ library to library, but, like, at least in our county library, it was, yeah, three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. But what a cool way to try out a new board game that you maybe don't want to spend money on yet. Yeah, and it's really cool because they have, like, um, well, they have most of the national parks uh, on the board with cards. There's a a handful that they also have on I guess like the back of the instructions that they give um some information about so each of the park's cards has a little fun fact about the car uh, about the park yeah and then like the game itself is um a little complex to learn but um we played a couple rounds and the more you play it the easier it gets yeah there's like there's some strategy because you have to kind of like move around the board and then kind of um, acquire some of the parks and stuff. Um, I forget the terminology they use. Um, occupy one of the major parks. Yeah, um, and then you can camp on parks. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think you had mentioned earlier when we were playing that it was kind of similar it reminded you of Catan Settlers of Settlers of Catan yeah how how there's different strategies to kind of get you know the most gems and um there's bonuses and then there's like victory points and stuff like that so it's a cool game check it out trekking the national parks and we're thinking about buying it actually yeah yeah we love it already (laughs) yeah so yeah, this Airbnb though, like we, um, it's the cutest little thing. All of these unique touches in the Airbnb cabin. Like there's a record player in there and it's just very tastefully decorated. Yeah, and it had like anything you needed to cook with and cooking like um, ingredients yeah, too, like spices. the basics, like flour and sugar yeah like fully stocked with all your basic staples and um yeah like i mentioned the record player there was a bunch of board games there's books bluetooth speaker if you wanted to play your own music from your phone or something robes and slippers and shampoo and conditioner and body wash yeah and it was it was a great deal too i mean yeah i want to say it was we spent like only like a hundred bucks or something on it. I yeah. mean, go check it out for sure. I mean, Troy, Montana, yeah. Um, it was, and all of the different units, I would assume, have some something similar. I mean, like as far as the uh, amenities provided within the cabin itself. Yes, yes. I mean, we did meet another girl here who mentioned her cabin doesn't have, like, a record player, and her cabin also doesn't have her own personal bathroom. She has to go out to an outhouse. So I'm guessing hers was a little cheaper to um, Airbnb out. Yeah, so that's, I mean, we yeah, we were kind of blown away by what, 
was provided. Yeah. Yeah. Super blown we away just hadn't by seen, all the like, anything, anything kind of like that before. Yeah. Super Airbnb unique. Experience. Yeah. Very, very unique. We will definitely come back here one day. Yeah. We are loving it for sure. And yeah, just being by the river here. And we haven't done that. I mean, we walked down to the river right um, when we got here, but I don't know. We might go sit down. Um, hopefully, maybe look at the stars. Yeah. Before we go to bed down there. Or but we kind of just like also don't want to leave this cabin because it's so amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they even have some of the modern stuff too. Like oh, that. and they have kayaks. We could have kayaked on the river today, but there's too many activities to do at this place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, oh yeah, that that's the thing I was saying is like the modern stuff is like they have a TV and a Blu-ray player and they have, like you said, a bunch of movies. Yeah. Um. So it's it's like stocked with like, oh, if you get bored and it's a rainy day or something, well, you have like 50 movies to choose from right here. Yeah. And then um, what we have done in the past is we watch, um, well, I guess it's only been... Um, one, one year. year ago but um <laughs> <laughs> this is year two now but um we've been watching our um wedding video on our anniversary so we're gonna definitely have to do that tonight and i was excited that there's a tv here with an hdmi cord where i can just plug my laptop <laughs> into and we can watch it on the big screen yeah like high tech <laughs> Yeah. And the other thing we did earlier that's another uh, wedding tradition, uh, anniversary tradition, is we opened up our um, wedding books. We made these wedding books that we are opening up every anniversary that have wedding advice that was written by our wedding guests. Yeah, you had made these with your a couple of your bridesmaids, and what they were were just like... Yeah, little booklets where you can, um, we set them out at all of the tables during the reception and people could write in them and we had, um, labeled on the cover of them, like the year of our anniversary that we would open them. So we had a few for our one year, a few for the two year, three year, four year, five year. And then after five years, we kind of started the every five years up until, I think we got to 25 and then we started doing like 30, 40, 50. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of exciting to, um, go into that and look at what people have written as far as advice. I think you had written down a couple of other kind of like ideas for yeah. people to write in them. I wrote advice, um, things to, um, just things uh, oh, date ideas. Yeah. Things to kind of, like, keep the marriage, like, um, I don't know, fresh. Yeah, yeah, keep it fresh, what to do when you're in a fight. I think you did, like, baby names, too, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Suggestions for baby names. Baby name suggestions. So, yeah, they're um, super, like, they're always, it's fun to open them up. And we were really excited when we opened one today, and... Andy's niece, Kayla, wrote down that we should go to Yellowstone, and, well, that is in our plans in about a week. We are going to go to Yellowstone, so we're taking that wedding <laughs> advice, that marriage advice, Kayla. <laughs> we're going to Yellowstone. Yeah, we're meeting uh, Sarah's parents uh, this coming weekend uh, to go 
to Yellowstone. They're staying just north of Yellowstone, basically at the north entrance of Yellowstone. And so, yeah, we're going to kind of circle back after we hit Idaho and go through Yellowstone with them. And that'll be fun. Yeah. So, yeah, this has been a great, memorable anniversary so far. Yeah, we even got to shower. Yeah, that was another plus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we rinsed off, hit the sauna, and then we showered. And, yeah, right before we started our dinner here. So Yeah, and we're thinking of after we finish our wine, we're going to go to the this little yurt that they have here. It's kind of like a a public hangout on the Airbnb property. <laughs> yeah, by public you mean just like for the Airbnb yeah. guests though. It's yeah. like more of like a yeah, kind of a community area for the Airbnb people of the different cabins. So it's yeah, it's kind of like a shared space like Yeah, I poked my head in there and there was a bar, just like an open bar in there. So we kind of want to go check it out. It looked really fun and it's also yeah. very tastefully decorated. Yeah, so we'll have to see what's up in there. And then um I don't know. Yeah, we got we have plenty to do here, so <laughs> I think we should get back to it and end the podcast. Yeah, we better end it. But thanks for listening on our anniversary. You've been listening to the Hiking Through Life podcast. Peace, love, and hike through life.